Hello, ladies. Well, last night was awesome. We had the Daughters of the King Life Group meeting, and Ashley allowed us to be hosted in her home, and it was incredible. We had many ladies come, and each of you ladies are just amazing, incredible women who inspire me to want to crave the Spirit of God even more. It's incredible. Um, with all that said, I just want to share some nuggets with um, with each of you that maybe wanted to come last night but weren't able to. Um, however it is, I just want to make sure that these nuggets are shared so that it can encourage you and equip you by the Spirit of the living God. So the first nugget was, obedience is a weapon of victory. Obedience allows us to step over our so-called rights and pick up the promises of God. What do I mean by that? Here's a question that was asked last night. When you are in a situation in which you've been mistreated, talked badly about, slandered, um, whatever the situation is, what is it that you feel the right to do? When we've been slighted, we feel like we have a right to do something. But God's word and who he is calls us to obedience to over to step over those rights and to pick up his promises. And in that we will see victory. And whether we see it the way we want to see it or not, we are being obedient to the Most High God. But this leads to something. If we don't know God, whom we ultimately must obey at every crossroad that tempts us to compromise, then how difficult is it to love, obey, and trust someone that we don't really know? Notice a reverberating echo within the Word of God. God proclaims those who know my name. He will rescue us, as echoed in uh, Psalm 91. And in Psalm 91, I believe it is verse 14 says, The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. It doesn't say when they call on me, I might answer. It doesn't say when they call on me, I'll get to them eventually. It says when they call on me for sure, I will answer. And not only will I answer, I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. And I will satisfy them with a long life and give them my salvation. That's the God we serve. And what's amazing is, he doesn't say those who know what I can do for them, I will rescue them. It says, or it doesn't say those who know about me through someone else. It doesn't say those who think they know my name, those who know the words on that page called the Bible. It says, those who trust in my name. 
that we know that his character is not moved by our circumstances. He's not moved by our background. He is not moved by our social status. He's not moved by our marital status. He is moved by those who trust in his name. How do we trust in his name? We've got to lean on the spirit of the living God. When we open up this word, we dare not open this word and read it on our own intellect. Because if we do, we are going to get strayed away by our own perspective of what we think the word of God is trying to say to us. So before we open up that word, we say, Holy Spirit, you are my teacher. You are my counselor. You are the God who is the one who wants to instruct me. So before I open this word, will you teach me? Will you show me how to study properly by the power of who you are and watch what'll happen. You will get insight after insight after insight on not knowing just uh, why we do things, but how to, when to, and just getting that refreshing word in due season because that's just who he is. Isn't that awesome? So again, obedience is a weapon of victory. I love that. But also there's another weapon called joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. When I read that, Nehemiah 8.10, I said, Holy Spirit, what do you mean by that? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay, so you, the joy of you, Lord, it reveals strength. That's awesome. And he's like, no, no, no. There's more to this, Teresa. There's more to this. It's not only what I possess. It's whom is part of me. The joy of God is Jesus, who is strength. So when we look at joy, we need to remember, as the Holy Spirit gave me an acronym, joy is Jesus over you. The surrounding presence of the Holy Spirit reveals joy, the person who is joy. I love that. So last night, I, Tristan and I made some really fun joy spoons and there's a story that goes along with that. You can actually go to that on uh, triumphantvictoriousreminders.com and um, it's the joy spoon. And uh, anyway, along uh, back in 2010, the Lord just gave me this really cute analogy to paint a wooden spoon and put the word joy on it. And every time we were we were having a gloomy day or whatever, that we needed to stir up the joy that's already on the inside of us. The joy is who the Holy Spirit is. He is not only some; he doesn't just produce joy; he is joy. So. She was having a really bad day, and that day I, you know, I come home from a meeting, I give her a big hug, and that hug leads her to tears of frustration. She reveals to me what's going on. God showed me how to be a comforter, not a coddler. So really quick, like, she cried, but then I was like, okay, you know what? We can't change this situation. I'm going to go get the spoon. She looks at me like, 
the spoon. What did I do? Uh, I'm like, no, 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 not the spanking spoon, the joy spoon. And then so I get out the joy spoon. I get in my stance. I start to dance and I'm like, whoa, come on, joy. Come on, Jesus. Tristan, do you know what joy stands for? And she's like, what? And I'm like, joy stands for Jesus over you. Come on, girl. And so I grab her hand. We start running around the house. We start giggling and laughing. And our laughter was like a weapon to obliterate the atmosphere of gloominess and depression. It did not change our circumstance, but it changed our mindset into which we were like, you know what? God is bigger than all of this. And when we start to behold God bigger and higher than the circumstance that we're walking through, no matter how difficult, we are going to be able to obey God with such great faith that we will be able to laugh with such hilarious hilarious victory that we're like, ah, do you think this is too big for God? It doesn't matter how it's going to end. All I know is that God is with us. Who or what can stand against us? So those are some nuggets that we really got to just hold on to. And another thing I just feel led to share this with you is remember, condemnation does not allow you to go forward. It wants you to stay put. It wants you to be paralyzed. And it wants you to actually regress and even turn back to your old ways. But conviction of the Holy Spirit by the Word of God allows us to breathe again, to say, I'm going to do this over again. We may even have sorrowful repentance, but in that sorrow, we keep going toward our King. And we say, Lord, this mistake is not bigger than you. Father, forgive me. I'm so sorry. And that conviction allows us to see it as a do-over, not as the end. Let God have the final say in your life. Partner with his spirit. Partner by stirring up the gift of who he is on the inside of you. And watch him, the person, be so present with you that you are like, I don't have to pray for your presence. Your presence is already right here with me. Thank you, Father. That every person that hears this would be encouraged by who you are in Jesus' name.